And good evening, everyone. Joe Beningo back with you again. The Oh, the Pain podcast for Monday, February the 7th. I believe it's the 7th, right? February the 7th. As my wife checks it, yes, it is February the 7th, 2022. And the Joe Beningo Oh, the Pain podcast brought to you by DraftKings, of course, by the Hackensack Brewing Company, by Beach Camera, and by Anita tire so how did you like your first weekend since september without football and don't tell me the pro bowl i don't want to hear the pro bowl what a joke i actually put the pro bowl on for like two seconds yesterday i was actually watching golf i was actually been watching a lot of old football games thank god for that i just watched super bowl seven with the dolphins the undefeated dolphins beating the uh washington commanders oh no no the redskins they were the redskins not the commanders what a brutal name that is nevertheless i did watch that but uh, I did have the Pro Bowl on for about two seconds, and boy, oh boy, you might as well play flag football. Not even flag. Might as well be touch football because it doesn't seem like anybody wants to tackle anybody. But, you know, nevertheless, we do have the Super Bowl, thankfully. Super Bowl 56 coming up on Sunday, the Rams and the Bengals. And uh, we'll get more into that on Friday. We'll uh, we'll do our, uh, our uh, picks, our predictions for Super Bowl 56 right now. The uh, Rams a four-and-a-half-point favorite against the Cincinnati Bengals in that game. We'll get more into that, like I said, uh, on the Friday podcast. A couple things. Uh, new coach hiring in the NFL. Mike McDaniel, who was the offensive coordinator for the 49ers, was hired by the Dolphins. And uh, he is he does fill the minority candidate uh, um, uh, condition, whatever you want to call it. He is a minority candidate, and that's good to see. Uh, I believe he says he's uh, multiracial. I think that's what uh, Mike McCormick, uh, Mike McCormick, Mike McDaniel uh, calls himself. So that's a good job uh, by by the Dolphins. I'm also seeing where Eric Bieniemy, we talked about him last week, is actually being interviewed by the New Orleans Saints. I guess the Saints had him in for eight hours the other day, and we'll see if he finally, uh, you know, long rumored the offensive coordinator with Kansas City, long rumored uh, to get the uh, to get a head coaching job in the league. Uh, whether he gets that job with the Saints. And I'm seeing also with Lovey Smith, of course, the former head coach of the Chicago Bears. Remember, he took the Bears to the Super Bowl uh, back uh, at the end of the 2006 season where they lost uh, to uh, Tony Dungy and the Indianapolis Colts, Peyton Manning's first Super Bowl victory. Lovey Smith, former coach of the Bears, also the former coach of the University of Illinois. And I guess the um, the Texans uh, talking to Lovey about their head coaching job. So we'll see how that all plays out. And uh, unfortunately, Brian Flores does not look like he's going to get any kind of a job. And, you know, with this lawsuit he's got against the NFL. And as I've said before, uh, still a big fan of Flores. I think he's one of the top coaches uh, in football. And, you know, hopefully somewhere down the road he gets a job. Maybe he gets the Jet job after Salah gets fired after this coming year. Maybe that that happens. I hope I'm wrong about Salah, by the way. But, you know, would anybody really be surprised if I wasn't? Uh, be that as it may. All right. We will do a little football, and I want to get a little into the NBA. The NBA trade, deadline, trade deadline's coming up uh, this week, February 10th. What is it? 3 o'clock Thursday afternoon, I believe, is the uh, official uh, 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 time for the de- for the deadline for the NBA trades and all of that. We'll get into that a little bit. But I didn't touch on Tom Brady retiring, officially retiring last week from the NFL after 22 seasons, 44 years old. We all know the numbers on Brady. Seven Super Bowl championships, 10 appearances in the Super Bowl. 
Uh, just uh, unbelievable. Uh, you know, you got to call him the greatest of all time. You know, for a guy that's seen, and I can't see, you know, I don't like, I, I have no love for Brady as a Jet fan and watching him in New England all those years beat my team up. You know, we did get him the one year there at, uh, in 2010 in that uh, divisional playoff game up in New England, which is the last time the Jets won a playoff game and really wanted a, a better wins. Maybe the, maybe the second or third best win in the history of the franchise. But that's uh, that's to be debated and talked about for another day. But I have no great love for Brady, as, as everybody knows. Uh, but you know what? If you're going to measure quarterbacks on winning, and to me, that's the thing. You know, you could talk all you want about statistics and touchdown passes and how many yards you threw for and all that kind. To me, that means nothing. The biggest statistic for football uh, for a quarterback to me is winning. Does he win? Winning championships. And if that's the criteria we're going to use, and I, I and to me, I think you have to, I think you got to say Brady is, uh, Brady is the greatest of all time. He is the GOAT the new word that we like to use for greatest of all time, obviously. I think you got to say that. Seven Super Bowl championships, 10 times in the Super Bowl. Uh, John Elway started five Super Bowl games. He's the guy closest to Brady when you're talking about Super Bowl starts, and that's that's only half, and Elway won two, as you know. Uh, lost those three in the 80s, and then won the two his last two years in, in the NFL in 97 and 98 when they beat the Packers, and then uh, beat the Atlanta Falcons in that uh, his final game of his career. But I think if you're going to measure quarterbacks on just winning, it has to be Brady. I don't, I don't think there's any. I know he has basically every record that is, there is, but he's also played for 22 years. But it has to be Brady. And and as a guy who's watched pro football as long as I have, I've seen them all. I mean, I saw Johnny Unitas. I saw Bart Starr. I saw Y.A. Tittle. We could go right on down the line. Obviously, I saw Joe Montana. Uh, you know, uh, obviously Joe Willie Namath, my guy, I saw him, you know, John Elway, Dan Marino, Peyton Manning. I mean, we go right on down the line, Terry Bradshaw, Roger Storback, all the great quarterbacks of all time. You know, I've seen, you know, every one of them. And you have to say it's Brady. I don't think there's any question about it. Montana was unbelievable. You know, 4-0 and in his Super Bowl appearances, never lost one, uh, never threw an interception in his four Super Bowl wins. Terry Bradshaw with those great Steeler teams in the 70s. He was 4-0 in the Super Bowl. Uh, Super Bowls never lost one. Uh, won a couple Super Bowl MVPs as well. Montana won, what, three Super Bowl MVPs? The other one after the 88 season when they beat the Bengals actually went to Jerry Rice. So, uh, you know, he won three Super Bowl MVPs. No question about it. Yeah, Two of the all-time greats. I mean, to me, they were right up there. Roger Storback. Nobody, nobody did the two-minute drill better than Roger Storback. You know, I always say that Johnny Unitas, he invented the two-minute drill, and Roger Storback perfected the two-minute drill. I, I, you know, so I've seen every one of these guys, but you got to say it's Brady. And to do it as long as he did, you know, to leave New England like he did and then go to Tampa Bay and in his first year, you know, win the Super Bowl, I mean, that's that's you got to say that's unbelievable. It really is. And, you know, look, I, he's 44 years old. Obviously, you know, he wants to spend more time with his family. And I understand that. And, you know, that's that's a great thing. And, you know, wants to see his kids grow up and, and the whole deal. But to me, a big part of him retiring, at least in my mind, is that he looked at his team in Tampa Bay and didn't think that team could win a Super Bowl anymore. I mean, I really believe that, uh, you know, 
Antonio Brown not going to be there anymore. You know, Gretkowski, as great as he was, is not the same guy he was, certainly not the same player he was in New England, not even the same player he was in the first year in Tampa Bay when he helped the, the Bucks win the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, I don't look at Bruce Arians as being any kind of a great coach. I think Brady basically was the guy coaching the team. Uh, you know, I still got the coordinators there. I thought Todd Bowles and Byron Leftwich were going to get jobs. Doesn't look like that's head coaching jobs. Doesn't look like that's going to happen now. So they're probably still going to be there. But I think, you know, Brady kind of looks at it in Tampa and says, you know what? I just don't know if I can win a championship here anymore. So uh, he retires. And like I said, I mean, you know, the numbers, the numbers say it. And again, you could talk about all the great quarterbacks of all time. And I've seen, you know, really, just like I said, basically every one of them. And I think it's very hard to not to say that it's Tom Brady. So, uh, look, I, a football will miss him. I certainly won't miss him. <laughs> I don't know too many Jet fans that will miss him. Probably not too many fans who, uh, if you're a fan of the Saints or the Panthers or or the Atlanta Falcons at, at NFC South, I doubt you're going to miss him too much there either. But, uh, and uh, you know, next time we'll see Brady, he'll be probably at, in Canton when, uh, you know, he accepts his uh, Hall of Fame, uh, uh, you know, when he has his Hall of Fame speech, his induction uh, in Canton in uh, in four years when that goes down, or five years, whatever it is, five years, I think it is, five years you got to be retired before you go into the Hall of Fame. So no doubt that uh, that's going to happen. Now, as far as the Super Bowl coming up, you know, I, I wish I could be more excited. You know, it's really funny. You know, to me, once the playoffs are over, if your team and, – and look, I'll be watching the Super Bowl. I've seen every Super Bowl. I've watched every one of them from Super Bowl one. You know, the Packers and the Chiefs now all those years ago, uh, you know, 59 – what is it? Super Bowl 56 all those years ago now. You know, I've seen every one of them, you know, right on down the line. So I'll be all over it. I'll be pumped up. I'll be watching the Super Bowl. There's no doubt about it. But to say that I'm, like, real excited about this game, you know, the Rams and the Bengals, I, I mean, I can't say, like, I'm all pumped up, you know. I'll be ready. I'll be watching it as the uh, pro football fan I am. But I can't say that I'm like, oh, my God, you know, I can't wait to see this game. And it's kind of funny, you know, after the uh, after the conference championship games are over, it's almost like that's it, you know, like that's the end of the road. And like I said, I've been watching a lot on YouTube now. I've, I've discovered YouTube and all these old NFL classic games, and I've been all over. I've been watching them all week, all week. And I'll do it again. I, I kind of I limit myself to one a day. I don't want to get too crazy because I could sit here all day watching, you know, one game after another, believe me. But I try to, like, limit myself to, like, one a day and that's it and, you know, kind of go from there so I don't get, you know, just find myself locked in a room watching football all day, you know, as great as it, as it is. But, uh, you know, th there is that withdrawal period that you kind of go through and I'm watching golf, and I'm into the golf. I was watching Pebble Beach yesterday and all of that. But, you know, and I will, and I'll be watching the tournaments all the way through. But, you know, you really – there is that football withdrawal that you have when you're watching from, you know, really the first week in September all the way through now to, you know, the beginning of February watching the National Football League. So – but, you know, you, you learn you learn to live with it after a while, and, of course – you know, you do have the NBA, you do have the the uh, NHL, the college the college basketball. I'm really into the golf now, so I watch watch all the tournaments. Got the the big uh, what they call it the WM now instead of Waste Management Phoenix Open coming up this week. I'll be pumped for that. 
all the majors, but there's nothing, there is nothing like football. Football's number one, number two, number three, and number four for me. So uh, coming up this week, we will have, of course, uh, Super Bowl 56, the Rams and the uh, Cincinnati Bengals in L.A. The second year in a row that uh, a team will be playing the Super Bowl in their home stadium. Tampa Bay did it last year and won. The Rams will do it this year. We'll see if they win the game as well. And, you know, in the first 54th Super Bowls, that never happened. So very interesting then now that it happens two years in a row. All right, Joe Beningo with the Ode of Pain podcast. I'm bouncing around. I'm all over the place here today. So you got to kind of bear with me. I'm doing a little football. We're doing a little uh, – going to do a little baseball too because this lockout is going on. And I'll tell you right now, and I've been through all these, all the different strikes, lockouts, whatever you want to call them that we've had over all the years, going back to the first, first win in baseball back in 1981. Uh, you know, the football uh, strikes that we had in 1982, 1987, obviously the the big one in 1994 in baseball that, you know, wound up that end the season ended on August 12th, 1994. And that was the end of it. No more baseball, no playoffs, no World Series. And then, of course, finally came back with a 144 game season in uh, 1995. And we've been through all that with the steroids and the Hall of Fame and the bouncing back of baseball with McGuire and Sosa in 1998 and, you know, that whole deal. But I I don't think you're going to see anytime soon that we're going to have baseball. In fact, I would be very surprised. Spring training is scheduled to start soon. I guess pitchers and catchers would be already reporting or maybe reporting next week. That's not going to happen. I guess the owners are meeting today down in Florida or this week down in Florida to discuss it. But you know how these things are. Until the threat of actual, you know, until we get to the point where games are actually going to be missed, nothing really happens. And we've seen this over and over. Nothing happens until you start missing games. And what's the Major League Baseball, the season is supposed to start, I believe it's March 31st, is supposed to be uh, opening day this year for uh, Major League Baseball for the Yankees and the Mets. I don't see it happening. I really don't. Uh, I think it's going to be a delayed start to the year. I think we're going to wind up having a shortened season. Hopefully we get at least 100 or so, at least 100 games in. I mean, if you're going to have – I know the, uh, when we had the COVID season two years ago in 2020 and we had only a 60-game season and how crazy that was and you only played teams in your time zone and all of that, uh, you know. I mean, look, it still was an official season. You know, we still wound up uh, getting a world champion with the Dodgers and all of that that, that happened two years ago. But uh, and they're not throwing their championship back as is nobody is. I mean, the teams that won in the in the strike, you go back to 1981 when the Dodgers won that year too. They wound up winning the World Series that year too in that uh, in that strike shortened season. So you know, in '95 when you had only 144 games, that actually was a pretty representative year. Atlanta wound up beating the Cleveland Indians, not the Cleveland Guardians. Now, don't not forget that. The Guardians. Oh, God. I don't know what's worse, the Guardians or the Commanders, really. The Washington Commanders? I mean, really, look, look. it should be the Redskins. Uh, you know, I certainly think that. I'm sure a large, a large group of people in this country uh, think that, too. Maybe there's a lot of people that think it as well that would never admit it, you know, for political reasons, you know, the political correctness and all of that stuff. But the commanders, really? That's terrible. That is a ter- Couldn't they come up with something better? Right? 
I mean, just how about the Washington Hogs? You know, you had the Hogs for the offensive line. I mean, that would have been better. Well, how not? I'll tell you why. How about just leave it to Washington football team? WFT. I like that. The Washington football team. Do we need to be the commanders? That stinks. Oh, we're playing the commanders. Oh, that great rivalry between the Giants and the commanders. One of the great rivalries in, in NFL history, the, the Cowboys and the commanders. What? Really? Come on. I, I, oh, my God. I just, the commanders, the guardians, they're going to change. They're gonna, are the Jets going to have to change their name too one time because of the fossil fuels? Can't have that. Can't have Jets. Oh, the carbon imprint or whatever the hell they call it. Really? Can't have Jets. That's going to be gone. Oh, my God. Can't have Giants because short people might be offended. What? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm all over the place today. I just, you, you, you got to be kidding me. Anyway, Joe Beningo, the older pain pocket. Anyway, just getting back to the baseball. Don't expect to see any baseball, you know, for a while. I mean, I, I, I will be very surprised if we get an entire 162-game baseball season this year. I'll be very, very surprised by that. All right. Like I said, I'm all over the place today, a little crazy, a little delirious. It's February. I actually played, I actually went to the range yesterday, hit golf balls. They hit it pretty good, too. And the weather's supposed to get decent here in beautiful, lovely New Jersey. It's supposed to get like, you know, like like Saturday, I saw 53 degrees. I mean, with the way the weather's been, 53 is going to feel like 80. You got to be kidding me. Maybe I actually get on a golf course this week. That would be nice. I got to see what's open, but we'll figure that out. By the way, I got to talk to my buddy JJ, John Jastrzemski. Uh, we'll do our little uh, podcast that we do Thursday. We'll have our final uh, NFL pick show, which, of course, will be just the Super Bowl. But um, let's see how he feels about uh, this guy, uh, McDaniel. I saw him on TV. He was all raving about him. We'll see how much he loves him. We'll see if he loves him so much in a year. You know, I love Salah, too. I was, oh, bring me Salah. I couldn't wait. I, I was doing a dance when the Jets hired Salah last year from the 49ers. And I'm not exactly doing that dance so much right now. So we'll see. We'll see how it plays out with uh, Mike McDaniel in Miami. All right, Joe Beningo, the Ode of Pain podcast. Let's get our uh, our sponsors in here. We'll start out, we of course, with our good buddies at DraftKings. Boy, this is what a week for DraftKings, I'll tell you. And I tell you, no matter what you want to want to bet on, I was so close yesterday to betting on Pebble Beach. You know, with this guy, Tom Hoagie, who wound up winning. And there's a long story about Hoagie that I don't want to get into right now. But I was really, really ready to bet him. He was he was right there with Jordan Spieth yesterday, Bo Hostler, for these people that are into golf. I don't know if anybody's into golf, but, you know, obviously maybe some of you are. Joey Clark, if you're listening, know oh, you're into golf, you know. But anyway, JJ, be that as it may. But, um, boy, I tell you, I, I got to get this all set up with DraftKings so I can start betting on these golf tournaments because I'm ready to go. But you know what? The moment we've been waiting for since September is finally here. In honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, and a, the sportsbook, I should say, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, Rams, Bengals, Joe Burrow, Matthew Stafford, here we go. Oh, my Zach Taylor, Sean McVay, all of that is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just five bucks, get 280 in free bets if your team wins. How about that? DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York, meaning you can bet from almost a third of the country. Come on. 
If sportsbook isn't if sportsbook isn't in your state yet, play DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest for Super Bowl Fifty Six. You can get every prop bet you want. How many yards is Burrow going to throw for? How many catches is o- OJ, uh, Odell Beckham going to have in this football game? How many sacks for Aaron Donald? We could go on and on and on. But however you want to do it, new customers uh, can get a free shot at $1 million top prize with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the promo code OTHEPAIN, just like the podcast, just like me, O-H-T-H-E-P-A-I-N. Get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just 5 bucks, get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Come on. That's promo code OTHEPAIN. DraftKings Sportsbook, an an official, that's official, Not I don't know what that other word was, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. Now, you know you got to be 21 or over. You know the deal. Minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for a full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. If you got a gambling problem, Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Tennessee. Call or text the TN, that's the TN red line, at 1-800-889-9789. I wouldn't be mind being in Tennessee right now. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE, that's H-O-P-E-N-Y, 4673 Six nine, our buddies at DraftKings. Big week for them with Super Bowl Fifty Six coming up. Also, as always, want to thank my buddy uh, Isaac at Beach Camera. And you know the deal with Beach Camera; they've been in business now for over thirty years. They offer all the top brands: LG, Samsung, Sony. Give my buddy Isaac a call. Beach Camera seven three two nine nine three six three eight five. Stop in at eighty Carter Drive, Edison. That's of course in New Jersey, and let him save you some money uh, as well. Use code Joe B for fifteen bucks off your order of hundred dollars or more at beachcamera.com. Check it out. Go see our buddy Isaac at Beach Camera. Of course, the Hackensack Brewing Company. Uh, we will do another live podcast. We'll let you know when coming up and maybe when the weather gets a little warmer so we can maybe move outside a little bit, but we'll do some more there. Check them out. See my buddy Mike Jones. Great guy. Great place to go. Check out all the different beer. 12 beers on tap uh, all the time. They got the outdoor beer garden as well. A little cold for that right now. But remember, it is going to be 53 degrees on Saturday. Uh, check out hackensackbrewing.com. Place an order for pickup or home delivery. You know the deal. The tap room's open from 4.30 to 10, uh, Monday through Friday, 2 to 10 on Saturday, 12 to 8 p.m. on Sunday, 78 Johnson Avenue. Hackensack right behind the tombstones. Go see Mike Jones, TJ, everybody over there, my son-in-law, Andre, everybody, and uh, enjoy it at the Hackensack Brewing Company. And, of course, Anita Tires in Rivervale, New Jersey, Westwood Avenue. Go see Ari. Go see my son, Johnny. Uh, they'll take care of you. Anything with you, you need new tires, uh, you need repair work done on your car, uh, go check them out. I get all my work done there for obvious reasons. So they do a great job. Check them out at Anita Tire. All right, Joe Beningo here, the Older Pain Podcast. NBA trade deadline's coming up. I want to talk about the Brooklyn Nets here a little bit. What, what, a, what a joke the Nets are. I mean, here they are now. They've lost eight straight games. Durant hasn't played in I don't know how long. You know, James Harden wants out. The talk is James Harden wants to leave. The 76ers are interested in him. There's talk about a trade, be, you know, to Ben Simmons, who hasn't even played this year, coming to the Nets for James Harden. 
The Nets, like I said, they've lost eight in a row. You got Kyrie playing, but only in road games. What a joke that is. I mean, really? Come on. Well, let me when is New York gonna let you got a new mayor here in New York? Can we can we can we get rid of this the the, the ridiculous restrictions here and let Kyrie Irving play in Brooklyn? I mean, come on. I mean, really, it is really ridiculous. He only plays the road games. They lost again last night to Denver. Like I said, they've lost eight straight. Somebody's got to tell me. And I wish I had my my old partner, Evan Roberts, the big net fan that he is, got to talk to him about this. But somebody's got to tell me, how are the Brooklyn Nets, all right, the, the big three never play together? I mean, these guys never – how many games? I think they played together maybe three games this year. I don't even know if it's that many, okay? Harden, Durant, and Irving, all right? They've lost eight consecutive games. They're 29 and 23. Right now, they're in the seventh spot. They're, they're in that play-in, that 7 to 10 play-in right now in the Eastern Conference. And, look, I don't think that they're not going to make the playoffs. They come home, and I think they got the Celtics coming home tomorrow night, uh, you know, at Barclay. But how are they still the favorite to win the NBA title? How is that, how is that possible? I got to talk to my buddies at DraftKings. How the hell is it possible that the Brooklyn Nets – right now, are still the favorite to win the NBA championship. It makes no sense to me at all. And I know Durant's great. He's probably the best player in the world right now, probably. If not, he's one of the two or three. I mean, we all know that. But who knows? He's been out for a long time. When he comes back, is he going to be at the top of his game? Is suddenly this team, just because Durant comes back, is going to transform themselves into an NBA champion? You know, I mean, are they going to trade Harden? You know, you hear mixed re- you know mixed reports about it. well, Harden doesn't really want to leave. He wants to get it done here and win a title. Then you hear that he's he really wants him <laughs> really wants out. Uh, doesn't really like it in Brooklyn. Doesn't think they can win it here. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, what's not to like about Brooklyn? If you tell me, I mean, I'm I mean, I I'm running to go live in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyway, with that said, in all due respect, I know my buddy JJ lives in Brooklyn. So, in all due respect to the people that live in Brooklyn. Not exactly someplace I'd want to be living, so I could understand James Harden and all of that. But with that said, how in the world can are the Brooklyn Nets the favorite to win the NBA title? Unbelievable. You know, do you think Kyrie will finally play home games this year? Do you think Durant will be back sometime soon? Do you think Harden will get traded? I have no idea. Unbelievable. I, I just it makes it makes no sense to me. And as far as the other team in New York, as far as the Knicks, now the rumors are. That that uh, I guess it's the Pistons have um, interest in trading for Mitchell Robinson. All right, I mean you know like uh, you know he is what he is. He's a rim protector. He's a guy that can block a shot, get a rebound. You know he's never going to step out and hit any three point shots or anything like that. I don't know. Uh, the Knicks right now to me are a complete mess. Uh, we talked about it a little bit last week. You know it, it's it's long overdue now that Tom Thibodeau gives Tom uh, gives Car- uh, Cam Reddish some playing time. You know, who knows? Are they going to trade Julius Randle? Is there really teams out there that want Randle at this point in time? Uh, I, I don't know the answer to that. All I know is one thing. If you're a Knicks fan, they're not going to make the play. doesn't look like they're making the playoffs this year. doesn't look like they're going to make the play-in or any of that. You know, and I guess there's still, look, there's still a lot of basketball to be played. There's about 30 games left to be played, certainly time, but they're showing you no reason to think they are. I want to see the young players. I want to see Grimes play. I want to see quickly play. I want to see Obi Toppin play. I want to see all of these guys play. I even want to see more Mitchell Robinson play. Let me see the young guys out there. Every one of them. Uh, to me, you know, and the continuing development of RJ Barrett, who's turning into a, you know, 
a pretty good player. You know, they had that game the other night. They lost to the Lakers. They had a big lead early. And what – seriously, a big league early wound up uh, losing the game in overtime. But, you know, what does a big lead mean in the NBA? I mean, if you got a 30-point lead in the second quarter, does that mean a hill of beans in the NBA anymore with a three-point shot and all of that? It means nothing. You could be up by 40 in the first – you could be up by 40 in the third quarter and lose. What was that game we saw earlier in the year? I forget what it was. It was the greatest comeback in the history of the NBA. I forget who it was. Was it – was it the Clippers that were involved in that? I don't know. I, I forget. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm I'm not on top of it like I, I once was. You know, the NBA is not to me what it once was. But that that's, you know, that's a story for another day. But these NBA games, I mean, big lead means absolutely nothing. But we'll see. The NBA trade deadline coming up in just a couple of days, Thursday, February 10th. And uh, we'll see if, if either of the two local teams, the Brooklyn Nets or the uh, the Knicks, wind up making some kind of a deal here uh, before all is said and done. So we shall see. All right, a little bit of everything today. We, we jumped all over the place today. A little football, a little basketball, uh, you know, a little baseball with the lockout, even threw a little golf in there. Boy, I, I hope I can play. I hope I can get out on the golf course this week. I really do. Supposed to get nice, supposed to get into the 40s, 48 degrees Thursday. Hopefully I can get out there and, you know, uh, and, and do my thing on the golf course. Anyway. Anyway, I want to thank everybody that's listening. Really appreciate all the support that everybody has given this podcast uh, since we uh, got it rolling in September. We're going to go into some new areas, going to start doing some interviews and things like that. Uh, Probably starting next week. We'll talk more about that as time goes on. Of course, Friday, we'll break down uh, Super Bowl 56. Uh, We'll do a lot on that, do my prediction as well. So, again, I want to thank everybody. I want to thank all my sponsors again. I want to thank DraftKings. I want to thank Anita Tire. Beach Camera, Hackensack Brewing Company. Everybody have a great Monday. Have a great rest of your week. We'll talk to you Friday uh, in the Joe Beningo Ode of Pain podcast. Have a great Monday. Have a great week, everybody. All the love.